Welcome back to the Late Night Radio Show. I'm your DJ, Tanner Natsky. Wait, that's not right. <laughs> For everybody who's just listening on Spotify, you probably think I'm nut job uh, because I started this different than I've ever started an episode before. If you're watching on Spotify or on YouTube, you will understand it a little bit. I got some headphones on. And I got a crazy shirt on because I'm trying to play into the whole DJ aspect right now. Uh, these new headphones are interesting. And <laughs> I don't really know how I like them. But we want to continue to improve sound for you. And we want this to be as clear of a production for you. So as a listener, your experience is as good as possible. I really am having a hard time with these right now. And I don't really know if I like them. But if it helps the sound quality, we're going to give it a shot because we're not perfect. We're progressive here, and we like getting better for all of you. All right, let me start again. Uh, this is Attitude Effort Results. This is AER. This is the podcast uh, that is run by me, Tanner Nasty. As always, we're presented by Teamwork Online, which is the number one hiring platform in all of sports and entertainment. You guys ready to rock today? Because I'm about to call some people out. I'm wearing a crazy shirt that the only, <laughs> this is the only, this is the second time I've ever worn this shirt. And the first time I wore it was going out to a club in Miami. So if you're not watching online and you're just listening on Spotify or driving or working out or whatever, that gives you an idea of what I kind of look like right now. I got these big headphones on. I got this crazy shirt on and we're going to call some people out today. The reason for this episode is actually to call people out. The reason for this episode is to show that the stigma of it being so difficult to get into the sports industry, so exclusive, is actually false. And I'll add to this. The stigma that it's so difficult to get into any industry and that any specific industry that you're looking for right now, that you're in right now, if you have the stigma of it is so hard to get into, it's false. And everybody who thinks is true is just not educated, is just not into the work, is just does not want to put in the work to get there because it's not that hard. I'm coming after people today. If you want soft and mushy, today's not the one for you, ladies and gentlemen. Today is not the one for you if you want to be soft and mushy. And if you aren't ready to rock with me today, you should start thinking of people who you can send this to. Because along the way today, you're going to think of people that need to hear this. And again, it's not just about the sports industry. It's about every single industry. This applies to every industry. And so as you're listening today, I challenge you to think about people who need to hear this. And if you're ready to rock, you're going to be able to understand and identify others that you want to help. It's not that hard to get into sports. In today's world specifically, our millennials and Gen Zs have it way easier than before. What? Yeah, you heard me right. I think it's way easier to get into the sports industry, to get into any industry and to be elite in that industry. I think it's way easier now than it ever has been before. Because we have the tools at our disposal more now than ever before. However, we also have the most cultivated environment <laughs> to become lazy. 
We have everything in our fingertips. Why do we ever need to go work? Why would I ever go outside and actually talk to people when I can text them? Why would I ever go to a bar and talk to a girl or a boy when I can DM them on Instagram? Why would I ever go to a sporting event when I can watch it on home at my TV? Why would I ever go to a networking event when everything's on my phone? It's a lazy environment that we're growing up in. And so because of that, I think it's easiest to get into and be elite in any industry right now than it ever has been before. I've said this before. I'm working on a lot of partnerships with different colleges. We got a bunch in the chamber already. We got a bunch that are on board that I'm starting to help individuals. We got TCU, Texas, Notre Dame, Baylor, University of Iowa. And then a couple weeks ago, I just talked to the University of Richmond and Wednesday or Thursday, I just talked to Boston College. These two individuals from Richmond and Boston College specifically have talked to me. And one of the, the guys that I was talking to at Richmond said, what is the reason? What's the toughest thing about getting into the sports industry? What's the toughest thing about transitioning college athletes to the sports world? which is what I'm going to start helping people with, is helping college athletes transition from the world to the business side. I, I looked him in the eye. I wasn't with him. I was on the phone call. <laughs> I would have looked him in the eye if I was with him. I said it, it's actually the, it's the easiest it's ever been because people are lazy. People do not want to do the work. And so can you be self-made? Can you be somebody who I've worked with, a lady in Miami who comes from Panama, who has never even been in the United States before college and goes to school and creates not only a job for herself and a career path where she loves, but thrives and is surpassing everybody who's gotten these handouts, surpassing everybody who should be, quote unquote, better and more equipped and prepared than her. Self-made. Can you be another person I know from the deep, deep Miami, just a fan of the football team in the state of Florida, the southern state, southern side of Florida? There's a football team down there. Can you be just a fan? And he has self-made and he has grown his career. Can you be a homegrown Iowa kid, a homegrown Nebraska kid? Actually, I hope you're not. Never mind. I'm not going that way. Nebraska, Iowa, just not really the biggest fans of each other. Can you be a homegrown Kansas boy, girl? Can you be from St. Louis where you've never, ever seen anything like the, the sports industry before? Can you be from Idaho and just be an absolute killer in this industry where there's no professional sports teams where you're from? Can you be self-made? There's questions that probably start to linger, right? Where do I start? What do I do? How do I begin? These are all really good questions. These are all questions that we're here to help shorten the gap for. This is why we're here. You guys should lay the groundwork for how you can get to your goal and then actually do it and do it now. I listen to Ed Milet podcast in the morning. I absolutely love that dude. He's a fireball, by the way. And he owns an island, which is ridiculous. I don't even know how you, I don't even know you could purchase an island. <laughs> like he just like owns the whole island. Um, so he's obviously done well in the business sense. 
and I love listening to him, and he's a very strong Christian. You guys know that I am as well. He talks about doing it now. Don't wait. Don't soak your dishes. Just scrub them now and get it over with. Just do it now. People talk a ton these days, but how much are we actually doing? People love to talk, but can you actually do the gritty work? Do you actually love to sacrifice time? Do you actually love to be disciplined? Listen, Hunter and I, I'm saying this from a very humble spot. Hunter and I climbed a mountain last week. And the first 30 minutes of our hike, it was pitch black outside because that's how early we were up. And then on Sunday, after we hiked a mountain, on Sunday, we actually spent all day providing episodes for you guys. And putting in a full day on the weekend, on Sunday, which is why we're here, because it's light outside. <laughs> and we could do it because we're doing it on the weekend. It's not dark after work. Providing episodes and digging into business ideas and understanding the sports industry and learning about clients and learning about how to continue motivating ourselves and continue pushing ourselves. We're creating content and episodes to help others. Do you think this was the most fun thing we ever could have done with our weekend? A full weekend just to get better, just to help others. Probably not. We could have gone out on Friday night. We could have gone out on Saturday night. We could have gone out both nights. We could have slept in. We could have taken it easy. We work our tails off in the sports industry. So it would be easy and almost accepted, oh, it would be accepted, to sleep in and do nothing for a full weekend because the sports industry is grueling. It's brutal, but we're disciplined. We actually want to get better. We don't want to talk about getting better. We don't just preach the stuff we're talking about. We actually do this. Now that last whole section sounded a little self-promoting, didn't it? Listen, I love going golfing on the weekend. I do, and that's very relaxing. I told you the last episode I love going golfing. In the morning before work, I love sitting on the couch for an hour or two at night and hanging out with my fiance and doing nothing. I love sleeping in on occasion, actually. So I don't think I'm saying this as I never sleep in and I'm up at 4 a.m. in my suit ready to rock every single day, right? Because I'd be lying if I said that was the case. But my point is that some people love to talk and some people like to do. And you can't get your dream job or have your dream life without actually doing. So how can we do? How can we do? First things first, what does your LinkedIn look like? LinkedIn is a 100% professional site where every single business on the planet either has LinkedIn or has heard of it. However, I want you to put yourself in the lens of an Instagram profile because everybody these days, our age, not everybody, I know actually an absolute killer in this industry who has been promoted faster than I have, which not humbly speaking, I didn't think was possible. <laughs> and he's been promoted faster than I have, doesn't have Instagram. Besides him, I think everybody else probably has Instagram out there. So I want you to put yourself in the lens of an Instagram profile. Everybody's Instagram is all doctored up. It has to be perfect and flawless. And I have to think for a half hour about what I'm posting and I'm saying and how I look. And 
can I edit the pictures because this guy doesn't like it and that girl doesn't like it. My parents are on it. Blah, 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 blah. We all know how important first impressions are, right? Take the same amount of pride in your LinkedIn as you do your Instagram profile. Take the same amount of pride in what you're doing on the professional social media channel as you are on your social media channel. Because that's the difference. That's doing. That's not talking about it. That's doing. I hate, and this is going to sound bad, and I promise you it's coming from a good spot. I hate people that are talkers. I'm going to lose 30 pounds this year. I'm going to have a better diet. I'm going to do this and that. I don't want to hear you talking about going to do it. I want to hear you talking about actually freaking doing it. <laughs> Come talk to me about how to go to the gym. Come talk to me about how I can get better at going to the gym. Come talk to me about how to create a business. Come ask me questions and, some, and talk to me about how to do this stuff. Not if you're going to do it. Do you guys see the difference here? You see how freaking passionate I am? This is why the, the business side of the sports industry, and I'm going off a tangent here. This is how this is why I love it, because I can talk to CEOs of PetSmart, who's in my book of business, the CEO of all these massive companies, people who own mortgage companies, who's in Matt Ishbia's circle, who just bought the Suns a year ago for four billion dollars. Yes, it's a B as in billion. I don't understand how much money that is. I have zero idea. It doesn't. It's just a word to me. But I can talk to people in those spaces about doing. Nobody in those spaces want to listen to you about how you're going to maybe one day your thought is doing this. They will laugh you off. If you have been in a crowd of those people, they will laugh you out of the room. They don't care. You're wasting their time. But what they will do is they will tell you how to do it. And some of them will even get in the weeds with you. I didn't think I was going there, but I'm going to go there. I talked to one of my members who started just who started my second business ever, who did the paperwork for me in congruency with me. We did it together. He told me how to do it, and we did it. We didn't talk about maybe one day. I put the idea in his head that I wanted to start a company, and I wanted this company is called Attitude Effort Results LLC, and it's to help you, and it's to put this whole podcast under one umbrella. There's going to be at some point, there's going to be a coaching aspect to it. There's going to be a one-on-one -on -one aspect to it, a development aspect. I'm going to take kids like yourself and people like yourself and adults like yourself and connect them with people in the sports industry, and I'm so passionate about doing that, but we're going to put it all under one umbrella, and I give him the idea about how I want to do that. And I want to do it now. And how can I do that? And we did it in a month and a half. And now we have an LLC. People want to hear about how to do it. They don't want to, oh, maybe one day. Like, uh, uh, do it. Just do it. All right. I'm getting off tangent. How can we do? Make sure your LinkedIn profile is professional. Right? For all of those who might be on the older side. Maybe this is your Facebook instead of your Instagram, right? Make sure that make sure your LinkedIn looks like your Facebook or Instagram, unless you're Pam and you posted 43 pictures from dinner at Pam's. Okay, we don't need that. <laughs> Back to a progressive joke for those of you who didn't catch that a couple weeks ago. How often are you reaching out to people? How often are you doing? Doesn't matter what industry you're in. 
How often are you talking to people in that industry? Managers, people that are in your spot. I personally don't believe two or three people a week is unreasonable, especially as a college student. Why do I not think that's unreasonable? Because we've done it. I'm not preaching this. I've done this. I've done about this. I've done this about 500 times. So not only have I done it, I'm a nut job and I've done it way too many times in my life. And hmm, I'll get there. <laughs> uh, I love this. I am about to run through this freaking screen right now. I've done it about 500 times. So I'm not just preaching that it's 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 doable. I've, we've done it and it works. All right. What's another question? Who do you connect? with? Listen, if you're coming into the industry, connect with the bottom level manager. Why? Because it's their job to hire you. Talk with people who are in your role or who are in a role right above you. Be aware of the level of leadership that you are reaching out to. If you're a junior in high school or a freshman in college, you should not be sending a note to connect with the vice president of this company. Would that be beneficial if you got in contact with them? Yes. However, I believe you should start at the bottom. Nobody wants to start at the bottom. Everybody wants to start at the top. Everybody believes they should be coming out of college, making $100,000 and not leaving the couch because they, they just see the top. They see the TikTokers making $10,000 a post. They see the TikTokers with a million and a half followers making a million dollars a year. They see the Caitlin Clarks of the world who have changed the world and they want to be her now. Guess what? Caitlin Clark was changing the world when she was eight years old playing against an all-boys team because everybody in her area said that she shouldn't be playing basketball at that age and there was no girls' leagues. So instead of talking about being the greatest, at that age, at eight years old, Kaylin Clark went out and said, screw it, I'm going to do, and I'm going to go play basketball against all of these boys because I'm going to do. I'm not going to talk about being the best. Now she's the greatest college basketball player of all time, men's or women's. Am I biased because I went to Iowa? Yes. Do I believe a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that statement? No, I really don't. <laughs> She's doing. So when you're connecting with people, don't be talking about connecting with CEOs. Don't be talking about start at the bottom. Do the work. I'm telling you right now where to start. Start at the bottom and work your way up. It takes 30 seconds to hit connect on LinkedIn to add a note, add a note. Shout out Anna Jensen. Never forget to add a note. 30 seconds. You have 30 seconds to create a career. Do you have 30 seconds to be different and to do? Nobody wants to start at the bottom. Who wants to start at the bottom? Except for the guy that sang the song, Start From The Bottom, now we hear. Maybe he did want to start at the bottom for a little bit. I don't know. Nobody wants to start at the bottom. And that's why it's so easy to be elite in today's world. Because nobody wants to do it, so they just don't. The door is not that hard to open. There are millions of doors out there. And it's not that hard to open. This is mind-boggling to me. Everybody that connects says, oh, my goodness, it's so hard to get into the sports industry. Really? Tell me more. Why is it that hard? 
What have you done? Well, I've submitted my resume 100 times and never even heard back. The people in the sports industry don't even have the decency to email me back. So you submitted your resume a couple times. Did you start at the bottom? No. What resume did you submit? Are you submitting a resume for the business development manager because you don't know any better? I had a guy the other day, I was talking to a really good friend of mine, an absolute killer. We were golfing the other day. See, I told you I'd take time off. We were, <laughs> we were golfing the other day, and he said that he submitted when trying to get into the sports industry, he submitted his resume for manager positions only because he didn't understand the industry. And then he started submitting resumes for luxury positions and premium and suites because it sounds cool. It sounds awesome. Why did he not understand the industry? Because he did not do any work prior. He didn't understand the industry. He didn't do the work and gain the knowledge that it takes to be great, to be elite. He just started submitting because it sounded cool. There's a million doors out there. Which door do you want to open? Find the door you want to open and do the work. When exploring and connecting, challenge yourself to be as specific in a field and a career that you can be at that moment of your life. Last episode, I also said that I spent 100 hours one summer shadowing a physical therapist because I thought I wanted to be in physical therapy. So while in Iowa City and coaching a sophomore boys baseball team and also working at Buffalo Wild Wings, I also shadowed a physical therapist for 100 hours that summer. Because in that time, I was very specific in the field I wanted to be in. I wanted to be a physical therapist at the time. So I was specific and I did the work. And guess what? I hated it. Cool. <laughs> I hated it. Awesome. Throw it out the window. Never going down the physical therapy route again. Those individuals, guys, girls, way smarter than me. Way more intelligent in that realm. And it's not for me. And that's cool. That's fine. The more specific you can be, the more effective you can spend your time. The more impactful you can be with how you spend your time. And you can consume that knowledge in an efficient way. Learning to be efficient throughout that process will translate into the workforce, into the career that you want to go in. And as you gain more responsibility in your career, your efficiency will be forced to increase. If you have never started at the bottom and don't understand how to have that efficiency or how to understand people that don't have the efficiency, how will you ever be able to raise your career? How will you ever be able to raise to the next level? There's a million doors out there. Which do you want to open? I don't want to open any doors for you. I'm happy to show you which doors to walk to, which is why I'm going to be connecting with, ooh, I almost said it early again. I'm still going to hold that one till the end. I almost got carried away there. <laughs> which door do you want to open? I'm here to help narrow those doors down and to educate you on some of the doors that I've walked through and some doors that others have told me about and to educate you on the doors that I think you might want to walk through. And if, those, if that's the door that you want to walk through, I'm happy to help. If not, perfect. Cross it off the list. 
and do the work to find another door. Yes, it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. You're going to have to give some stuff up. You're going to have to give things up. But it's not that hard to get into the industry that you're looking to go into. It just takes work. Tell me your why. Sit back. I'm going to pause for five seconds. So don't think that your Spotify or Apple playlist is not working. I'm going to pause for five seconds right now. And I want you to think about your why. What is your why? If you're working in sports, because that's what I'll talk about, your why cannot be cannot be because you're a sports fan. We're all sports fans, brothers and sisters. Brother, brother, and sisters. I screwed that one up. <laughs> We're all sports fans. Why do you want to work in sports? Why do you want to have a career in sports? My why? I'll get real deep. I'll get real raw. My why growing up is because we worked our butts off on the farm and playing sports, and my parents gave me an opportunity to attend Packers games with them. I loved going to Packers games with my parents, and they gave me an opportunity to be in as many sports as we possibly could, and that was invigorating. I loved being in the wrestling mat all day. Loved it. Did my family love it? Maybe not. It was kind of smelly. And <laughs> my sister works with wrestling right now. And I'm sorry, guys. You just stink. Like it. Like, take more showers. I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> I loved it. I love the competitive nature. I love playing seven baseball or basketball games in a day in a three and three tournament. I love playing three baseball games in a day. I love putting, for whatever reason, again, I'm kind of messed up. You guys obviously understand that. And if you listen, I love putting ice packs on my knees at the end because my knees were hurting. I love going home with a sore arm and coming back the next day and fighting through pain. I love going out and competing. That's my surface level why right there. My deeper why, the reason why I want to be in the sports industry, the reason why I want to have the career that I want and that I have, is because I believe we're here to serve. Because Jesus died on the cross for us. He was the ultimate servant. He sat at dinner with the disciples and asked to wash their feet. He's the savior of the world and he's asking to wash others' feet. I'm here to serve. That's my why. If I can serve premium clients, great. If I can serve the fan who's coming to a game for the first time ever, awesome. If I can serve a family who just suffered a, a, a tragic death and this is how they cope, incredible. If I can create a tradition that lasts forever, even better. Right? Those who want to work in sports, there are those who want to work in sports. And there are those who want to be associated with the sports industry. Listen to that again. There are those who want to work in sports, and there are those who want to be associated with the industry. 
That might be similar for some of these high-level and high-profile professions. Doctors, lawyers, who else sounds – what profession sounds great when you say it out loud? Doctor sounds awesome. Lawyer sounds great. There's a couple out there that absolutely sound incredible when you say them out loud. You're like, oh, damn, you like – you kind of educated, right? <laughs> you're, you're actually very smart. There are those who want to work in that industry, and there's a, there are those who want to be associated with the industry. That is completely different. Do you want the logo on your chest, or do you want to be an absolute killer in the industry? Do you want to wear this out to dinner with people so they ask you questions, or do you want to be one of the best that has ever been in that program, in that organization, in that industry? Do you want to walk out and say, oh, yeah, I'm a lawyer. What's up, man? Or do you want to help people get out of cold cases? Do you want to help people by putting others in jail because of what they've done? What's your why for being in the industry? Do you want to be a doctor so you can make a million dollars a year? Or do you want to be a doctor because you want to help people? It could be both, but you have to have a why. And I promise you, the deeper you get and the more personal you get with your why, the better your performance is going to be and the better you are going to be, better is a subjective term. Let me find a different word. The more impactful you are going to be in your career. If the deeper your why gets, the more impactful you're going to be in your career. That is the truth. When getting into the industry, we've all heard this one before. Well, do you know somebody in the industry you're going into? Is your uncle in there? Is your sister a part of the industry? Your father, your cousin? Are they in the same industry as you? If so, that's awesome. That's great. Use that to your advantage because it's all about who knows you. And I've said that multiple times, right? It's all about who knows you. So if you have someone in the industry, use that to your advantage. I was talking with this lady for Boston College, and she said there's a gentleman who I believe his father played in the major leagues, I believe, if I remember correctly. But he, he did, actually, and he's a baseball player at Boston College, and his dad played in the major leagues. He doesn't want to use his father to get into the industry. I have not been in that situation. My dad was not a professional baseball player. He was actually a very average athlete. Unless on the volleyball court, then he was actually kind of nasty. Um, <laughs> if you know somebody, use it to your advantage. Don't use it as a crutch. Use it as a catapult. If you know somebody in the industry, don't use it as a crutch. Use it as a catapult. Right? If you don't know anybody in the industry, in the industry that's who I'm speaking to right now. I'm speaking to those who think this is unattainable. I'm speaking to those who have never thought about this as a profession, who only see professional sports on the TV because that's who I am. That's who I was. And I'm here to help the person I once was because I thought the exact same thing. It's actually so attainable right now. It's way more attainable now than it was five or ten years ago. Before COVID helped all of you. You heard that one before? COVID helped 
everybody getting into a profession right now because it made so many people lazy. It is actually so attainable, so attainable to get and so attainable to be great. That's not attainable just to be in the industry now. It's so right in front of you to be elite. This is why we're seeing young individuals skyrocket their careers. Past people who have been with the team, with the organization, with the company, with the whatever for, for five, six, seven years. And we got young people just freaking skyrocketing past them. Why? Because they're killers. Because they're doing. That's why Teamwork Online is so important. That's why this podcast is so important. I can't teach you to reach out to people. I can't teach you to physically type out the message. What I can do, I can tell you where to look. I can tell you what doors to walk into. I can tell you how to connect and how to start. But it's your freaking job to do the work. It's your job to go above and beyond. You can't lead a horse to water, but you can lead a horse to water. Damn, screwed that one up too. You cannot lead. Wait. Is it Pan or Pam? How, I think I can clear this whole Pam Pan situation up. I think the end is silent. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. I was going to make a joke about cows there, but I screwed that one up, so we're moving on. <laughs> I believe in what we just talked about so much. I believe in you so much. And I believe that your career path is so attainable that Hunter and I are actually going to do some of the work for you. Mm, Not for you. That's lazy. Hunt and I are going to do a little of the work in front of your preparation, in front of your actionable steps. Over the next year or so, we are going to take our time because we value our time right now growing our careers. And we've talked about how we probably need to step away a little bit more than we have been. And I value time with my fiance over the next six months, she'll be my wife. And I value time with her. Because her love language is quality time over the next year or so. So we're going to take some time. So seniors listening, this list is not going to be created when you're done. Freshmen, sophomore, juniors, high school students, this is something you and all your friends are going to want to hop on board right away. with. We're going to connect, Hunter and I, reconnect or connect with every single sports team in the four major sports leagues across the entire country. Football, hockey, basketball, baseball. 132, 126. 126 sports teams Hunter and I are going to individually connect with over the next calendar year. That's what we're going to do. It's 124 teams. We're not good at math yet. (laughs) 124 teams. We are going to individually and personally connect with and do the steps that we have been talking about 
over the next year. And we're going to learn about each program across the country. We have people right now on a daily basis reaching out to us and asking to have conversations with us on who to be connected with, what organizations are good, what areas of the country are good, who else can I connect with, what, what do I want to do, what's their culture like, how many people are in the program, what's career growth opportunities. I personally believe this is something you should each be doing on your own, but you're so lazy that we're going to do it for you. <laughs> we're going to connect with every sports team. We're going to find out all of that information for you, and then we will have specific information on every team. And what we're going to do is we're over here. If you're watching right now, you're getting a lot of hand motions. If you're not, I hope you're hearing it in my voice. Over here, we're going to have all of these sports teams. We've already created an Excel list. We're already rocking and rolling with this thing. Shoot, Hunter and I might have this thing done in six months. That's aggressive, but we might. We're going to have a detailed list of managers, of programs, of sizes, of culture, of everything over here. And then we're going to connect everybody who reaches out to us, which right now is probably three to four people a week that are reaching out to us. And we're going to be able to specifically connect you with a team so you can learn more and you know exactly who to reach out to. If you say, hey, I want to be in the southeast region because I got family down there and I really like these two sports industries and I want a culture like this and an organization around this you know, amount of people, within a minute and a half, I'm going to be able to go to this side because of the work that we are doing and give you two or three teams to talk to. Because that's how much I freaking love and that's how crazy I am. And I freaking love um, what we're doing here. And that's how passionate I am about helping people who are in the same spot that I once was. This is not our job. We do not need to be doing this. We already, we actually already did this uh, to get into the industry. And we've already grown our careers at a very accelerated rate. But this is how much we care. When students and others looking to get into the sports industry don't know how to do this or what to do or who to reach out to, we want to be there to help. And we will be able to give you specifics on each organization. That's our promise to you in one year from today, every single organization across the four major sports, we will have notes, details, people to connect to. With. Will that change throughout the year? Yes, because managers and sports industry is very fluent, and so it will never be a perfect science. And we don't ever strive to be perfect. We strive to be progressive, and we love the process. We'll be able to give you specifics on organization. That's our promise to you. What do we want from you for doing this? What do I ask? After connecting with every sports team in the country because you can't do it, I ask you to please return the favor and share this episode with someone who needs to be called out. Share this episode on your Instagram, on your Facebook if you're of the older crowd. If you're of the younger crowd and still use Facebook and stories, share it there too because that's who we want to help. Share this episode with someone who is clueless. Share this episode with someone who needs to be called out and thinks they're the top dog. It maybe needs to be knocked down a ring. Share this with someone who's never, ever thought about getting into the sports industry before, who's never thought, who has always thought about their career path being unattainable because it is as close as it has ever been to you. All right. I was fired up today. I was raw. If this episode attacked you, great. I'm, I hope it did because it actually attacked me. If I was in your shoes right now, if I was a freshman or sophomore and I listen to this thing right now, 
I would feel attacked. And I want you to take that feel and add that feel to fire. Add that chip on your shoulder. And if you don't have a chip, create a chip on your shoulder. We're growing. We're challenging one another to be better. There's always room for improvement. In fact, God uses imperfect people because they are only imperfect. God has never used a perfect person for anything because there never has been a perfect person. This is reality. This is not an excuse. I am imperfect. And so are you. And we don't want to stay that way. We strive to be better. We love the process. So together, let's inspire others and continue to grow together.